Hello, and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the little bird marketing company. Good evening, and welcome to another installment of Palm Springs from the Purge, the thrilling weekly compendium of diabolical mysteries from around the world. Tonight, we invite you to follow us on a perilous journey known as the case of the missing content. When a reputation is on the line, a sudden disappearance shakes the foundation of a business and threatens the livelihood of its employees. Let's go back to where it all started. Wednesday. Or was it? Thursday. I was really having trouble filling my sales pipeline. Things have just slowed down. And the face-to-face meetings I used to rely on are getting harder and harder to book. In my last meeting, I needed to look up a quick spec for one of our products. I Googled it and nothing. I added our business name and still nothing. I got desperate and added our location and Google just couldn't find us. I had to directly type our URL and navigate myself to the page. I I just don't understand. I've been able to find our website and products from Google before. When I search for something, usually we have uh, two or three results at the top. Usually our homepage will show up there and a couple of our blogs. That was Kelly, a sales rep with the company. She likes to keep an eye on how the company looks online, and it usually meets her standards. This time, however, something was different. I thought maybe I made a typo or something. We were nowhere on the results. It was just our competitors. I searched our name and our competitors came up. I searched our services and a bunch of articles written by our competitors were there. I thought I was being pranked. So I went over and tried it on Barb's computer too. Same thing. Barb told me just to call for help. That's when they decided to call the content manager. I'm not the content manager. Who told you that? I'm the intern. That's when they decided to call Tony, the intern, who was responsible for their website and managing their content. They gave me a big list of things to do and run the website and start a blog. We're both on it. It actually said we blog, which was weird. I've been doing my best and getting some pretty good results. But with my other responsibilities, I don't think I actually have a lot of time to put into it. They got a new website recently, so I don't think there's much to do anyway. When the intern was alerted to the issue, he also did a search and discovered the same thing. The content that had been driving customers to their website was nowhere to be found. As if this wasn't troubling enough, Charles, the company owner, noticed the drama starting in the office. We thought someone had cut the line to our office. Salespeople usually have a handful of emails and several calls already by this time. I went to each of them and that's when Kelly told me what was happening. I didn't know for sure that there was any connection, but I just found out that our links had vanished from Google. Vanished. Seemed like the decrease in business had to be connected somehow. Day one of the conference. You were there bright and early. You stood at the booth. You gave out the swag. You scheduled the meetings. You shook the hands. Afterward, you went out with the gang. Seven gin and tonics at the karaoke bar. You sang Sweet Caroline, and you brought down the house. Now, it's 6 a.m., day two of the conference. Time to pour yourself a bowl of Conference Crunch cereal. Conference Crunch. Face the day with a new invigoration. Whole grains, natural sweeteners, fortified with vitamins A, B, and E. 
Conference Crunch will get you ready for the conference, the after party, and the after after party. Get a free prize in each box. Welcome back. When we left off, the company owner Charles could see the change in consumer response, but he couldn't fathom how the online content could be responsible. I know I'm an old timer, but I understand a thing or two about business. It's just like newspaper ads. We have the kid write the weblog and put all the magic words in there. We have a website, so people will look for us, I'm sure. Spend a fortune on the dang thing. Our reputation is really great, and we get a lot of repeat business, so I think we're good. The thing driving our business is the quality of our service. Founded in 1976, did you know that? I became the CEO at a young age. Back when things were simpler. Things were different. We've already tuned out. Charles, Kelly, Tony, and Barb put their heads together around a thing called a computer. Their website was still live and accessible when the URL was typed directly. They tried Google. They tried Yahoo. They tried a few other search engines. But when Charles recommended AltaVista and Firefox, there was pushback. I've never heard of that before in my life. It was at this point they decided to call an expert. Priscilla McKinney, how can I help you? Company executives had become convinced by this point that the disappearance of their content was a deliberate attack. They began theorizing, which is a fancy word for guessing. Some little Google man is deleting our pages. Spyware, maybe? Russians, probably. Must have gotten flagged or something. Some little Google man is deleting our pages! The expert had a different theory. Something a little closer to home. Something so subtle, it would have been overlooked. Drivel, followed by keyword stuffing and no interconnectedness between different pieces of content. Indeed. After digging deeper into the problem, the expert was even able to find the missing content. It was on page three of Google results. Wait a minute. Google doesn't even have a page three anymore. It was so far down on Google, it was beyond the scrolling capability of a mere mortal. At this moment, the case was about to be cracked. I just started a conversation with Tony about his strategy for content on the website. And he said, There is no strategy. The blogs are thrown together at the last minute. Sometimes the boss will tell me I need to focus on one of the products and I usually get told to add a bunch of call now links all over the place. The abundance of keywords stemmed from a different source. I showed Tony those recipe blogs that always do really well. The main thing they have in common is that the word recipe is repeated 30 or 40 times in each recipe. Here's one now. When I was 12 years old, I asked my mom for the recipe for the best lemon pound cake. We were living by Riverside. It seemed like if saying our product name a few times was good, then saying a bunch of times was better. Tony the intern reads a sample passage from their most highly viewed blog post. If you're looking for retail turtle, you're in the right place to buy retail turtle. Our retail turtle experts can offer you the best prices and the best value on retail turtle in the tri-state area. Call now. It was a radical theory. The reason for the content's disappearance was the content itself. But the owner wasn't convinced. I don't get it. We paid a lot of money for this website. The truth was, it never really was working. The owner had shelled out money for a site against his will. It cost me a fortune. And had only been able to understand the purpose of the site when it was diminished to its analog counterparts. He understood the site as a kind of a billboard. He equated the visibility of the site in the same old-fashioned way. Hey, a good enough billboard can make anyone a customer. The expert tried to clear this up. If the site is a billboard, there still needs to be traffic. That's why billboards are next to highways, right? 
So if there's no strategic content, your billboard is on a dirt road behind a cemetery in a small town in an unheard of country. She explained that search engines are living things. Here's the thing. Keyword stuffing has never, ever been a part of a good content strategy. But for years, it was a sort of dirty way of tricking search engines, and it kind of worked. But as time went on, algorithms reprioritized and search engines got smarter. At a certain point, keyword stuffing went from being an ill-advised shortcut to actually decreasing rankings. The search engines can see when these tricky tactics are being employed, and they suppress those results. In a world full of mystery and intrigue, these algorithm rules are surprisingly easy to find. Yeah, Google has a page about it. Most search engines give instructions on what they're looking for at a very understandable level. They don't explain exactly how the algorithm works, but they do give you clues. The top three criteria are usually intent, or the meaning of the user's query, the relevance of the available links, and then the quality of the site providing the information. But you'd never have the time to research that if the job of content creation was just tacked onto your to-do list. And so, once the wayward content was located, the new task began of bringing the content into alignment with strategy to attract the right audience. Doing the work to discover and define who your most ideal client buyer is, is the first step in writing content that drives traffic to your website and ultimately delivers leads that convert. We even have a free guide to get you started. Check out all of our free resources at littlebirdmarketing.com slash resources. Tony did just that. Tony the intern became Tony the content manager at last. And Kelly started a recipe website. Tune in next week on Palm Springs from the Purge when we dig deep into the seedy underbelly of the Trifold brochure community. Until then, lock the windows and stay safe. Oh, and from all the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.